we've been trying to learn and understand the mystery of salvation how to communicate it and what it entails there are many people in the body today they, they simply don't understand how these things work amen is it true oh come on is it true yeah there are many people who don't understand how these things work so we've started we've we've learned some things how many of you have learned some things now you know uh, what it means to be saved salvation means going to heaven as simple as that amen yeah so that today if i should die i am assured that i'm going to heaven there is no other place for me to go i'm going to heaven i told you that you are not going to get there by good works you remember you are not going to get there by following the ten commandments you remember and then you are not going to get there by stop stopping to sin uh, the only access is through a certain man whose name is what hallelujah he is the savior now today i want to come to you i want to talk to you about the mystery of righteousness hallelujah yeah very very important righteousness righteousness now it is important to know that <coughs> sorry <coughs> it is important i put something under this puppet i don't okay you let me finish it is important to know that uh, as as much as we 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 are trying our best and you know all that we know that it will take righteousness listen to me very carefully it is important to know that it will take righteousness to enter heaven hallelujah yeah it is important to note that it will take what righteousness to enter heaven now there is a difference between righteousness and holiness today i'm talking about righteousness okay righteousness it will take righteousness to enter into heaven but you know the bible says that there is none that is righteous when i when i started this whole thing i was quoting those scriptures to you the reason why you can't do good works and all that you no know, there is none that is what righteous the bible said actually in Isaiah 64 that our righteousness is like filthy rags in the eyes of god you remember hello uh-huh so we start on this premise that there is none that is righteous but we need to be righteous in order to assess heaven so how do we go around this mystery first of all let's talk a little about righteousness now righteous i, I want to i want to show you two different concepts of righteousness amen righteousness is being good and doing good being good and what doing good or being right okay i think this is a better way to say being right and doing right i with me being right plus doing right is equal to what that's right being right plus doing right is equal to what righteousness okay now the two they walk hand in hand being right and doing right now the problem many a times is the being right hello please listen to me the problem many a times global is the being right as for the doing right we try to do right 
Okay. But are we right? Our, our being, our very state, is it right? Now, so you see, somebody can try and do right. But if he is not, if his state, his being is not right, the right things that he does, it doesn't matter. It's inconsequential. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Hello? It is like a fruit, a, a, a tree that is poisoned. No matter the fruits it produces, nobody is going to take the fruit and eat. Why? Because the tree is what? Poisoned. But so long as we know the tree is poisoned, you don't go and eat of that tree. No matter how attractive the fruit is. Please don't sleep on me. Are you sleeping? No matter how attractive the fruit are. So our being, first of all, need to be right before our fruit, our actions are accepted as right. Global, do you understand? The tree, first of all, should be poison-free before the fruit will be eatable. Am I speaking to somebody? Uh -huh. So the problem is not with the fruit. We can try to do right. But God is not interested in our doing right. He first of all wants the being to be right. I'm not preaching to somebody. But how can we be right? The Bible says something that all of us, the, of course, the reason why our righteousness is like a filthy rag, it, so it's like a filthy rag, is because our being itself is corrupt. It's just like, for instance, global, you cannot have a Ghanaian wife and sleep with a wife and give birth to a Chinese child. Is it possible? It's not possible. So your being, your very nature is Ghanaian. So when you give birth, we expect that the offspring that come forth should be what? Ghanaian. When it is Chinese, there is something wrong somewhere. Am I preaching to somebody? Yes, sir. So you see, the first thing that God seeks to tackle is the being. And then, then we come to the actions. So human beings, a lot of us, our being, our being is not right. It's not what? Right. So no matter what we do with our actions, it's not going to be accepted. I'm not preaching to somebody. And the second side of, 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 of righteousness is being born without sin and committing no sin. So the first one is doing right. Sorry, being right and what? Doing right. And the second one is being born without sin and then committing no sin. That one too makes you righteous. Now, do you understand that? If, you are, if your being is right, and you continually do right, you are righteous. Now, if you are born without sin, and you commit no sin, then you are hot, righteous. Hallelujah. Now, but when we look at all these things, that we clearly understand that, please follow me. We clearly understand that, is it true? Oh, come on, is it true? Your being cannot be right. How do you get your being right? Nobody understands what it means even for your being to be right. And then nobody can, be, can say, say me, I'm born sinless. In Psalm 51, David said that in sin was I conceived. Every human being that was born of Adam was conceived in sin. So first of all, you are born sinful. Am I preaching to somebody? Now, but look at this. There is somebody in history Follow me. We are getting into the, the meaty part of the thing. There is somebody in history. The guy was born, number one, without sin. And number two, that person committed no sin. 
who is that person yes sir now so the guy says that the bible said that he was conceived of the holy ghost right so he was born sinless he didn't have the sin of adam he was conceived of the holy ghost so he was born sinless and the bible clearly says that whilst he lived on earth he didn't commit any sin can we see that so this guy is an example of somebody who satisfies all the condition for righteousness maybe I, I need to be quoting some small small scriptures so that we can be having references amen let's look at something luke 135 luke 135 what is there luke 135 luke 135 what is there the angel answered the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most High will overshadow you so the holy one to be born will be called the son of god see or catch the mary you are going to give they say how can this be seen i know no no not a man I'll say the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. And the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. But what you are saying. So we understand that there is somebody that was conceived without sin. Right? And the name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, in Hebrews 4.15, we understand also that Hebrews 4.15, Hebrews 7.26, 1 Peter 2.22, 1 John 3.5, we understand that the man Jesus walked the earth and never committed any sin. Because of time, that's why I don't want to, I don't want to give you all these scriptures. Okay, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but you have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without. Can you see that? Hello, he said that for we have not an high priest that cannot be touched, me a King James person, with the feeling of our infirmity. But was it at all point tempted, just as we are, but was yet found without what? sin are you understanding me so we know that jesus christ number one yahoo luke 135 say he was conceived without sin and we know from hebrews that he walked the earth without committing any sin can you see that so he's the perfect example of a righteous man hebrews 7 26 hebrews 7 26 what is there such a high priest meets our need one who is holy blameless pure set apart from sinners he's what set apart give me give me another translation let's see another translation let's see whether we can get something else yes sir undefiled bonibian can separate from sinners and there is do you have nlt or there's another translation which gives a very interesting this nlt believe unstained can you see that that is what i want he said that he's the kind of high priest we need because he is holy and blameless on hot unstained by sin can you see that so the man walked the earth and there was no sin in his life so he was the perfect example of a righteous man now we want to i want to move on to the part that interests me and you i call it conferred righteousness hallelujah that is the part i who hear me any global now according to romans the chapter number four the verse number three uh study let's see something this is the this is more like doctrine. It's also equal to scripture so that we know Romans. Now look at this. What does the scripture say? Paul is speaking. Paul is, is also for, is a theological beast. I don't know how he put together. I wish I was like him. Hallelujah. When I read some of the things he writes, it also it just blows my mind. He was a theological beast. The things he can just put together is amazing. He said that what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, 
and it was credited to him as righteousness now look at this so that righteousness is not only as a result of what we do or what we do not do but it can also be as a result of something else look at this the bible never said that abraham was a righteous man or abraham committed no sin so god said he was righteous no he said abraham did something else what did abraham do he did what he believed in god and that faith he had in god was credited unto him as what do you understand that so you see definitions of righteousness i have you know the person is either committing no sin or the person is born sinless and i mean or the person is being right he was right in his being and then he did right we know that righteousness is like that but here we are saying that paul is telling us in hebrews sorry romans 4 3 that abraham didn't do all these things he was doing everything everybody was doing but the bible said that he did something he believed in god and that belief he had in god was credited to him as what righteousness so that means that global i can achieve righteousness through other means apart from being good in my being and i hope you are getting me apart from definitions now there are other ways to access righteousness am i preaching to somebody so, so he said <coughs> sorry so he said that abraham believed in god and it was credited paul paul no yet theology i say i love his exegesis but say send abraham now let's continue <coughs> romans 4 the verse number 22 the verse number 22 romans 4 the verse number 22 Are we there? Are we here? Let's read. Sterling, Tebeko, Yekwa, Kosi, twenty-five. Okay. So, are you with me? Are you with me? Yes, sir. Now, this is why. No, now you see. Uh, I don't want to go back to the scripture, but this is the scripture that says that Abraham, even though he was of age, uh, trusted that God is able to. You remember that scripture? And he wavered not in unbelief. Okay, nineteen neighbor, but trusted the God who had given him this, 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 this. This is why it was credited to him as what? Righteous. I hope you, are, you get me. Now let's come down. Now, the words it was credited to him were written not for him alone. Look at this. Hmm. The righteousness that was credited to Abraham. The Bible said that Paul is saying that it was not written for him alone. Come down. Let's go. But also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness for us who believe in him who raised jesus our lord from the dead can you see that so he said that abraham believed in god it was credited to him as righteousness and also it's our righteousness no and abraham right now one no the definition of righteousness i gave you just as abraham's being wasn't right and didn't do right but was still able to access righteousness he said that righteousness is not left to him alone god is still able to do the same thing when we also have faith in the same god then our faith can also be credited to us as what do you understand what i'm trying to say i hope you are with me abraham's being wasn't right and he didn't continue to do right things but the bible says he had faith 
and that faith was credited to him as what righteousness and paul is saying that now just as god did the same for abraham when his faith was credited to him as righteousness when me and you we also put our faith in the lord jesus or in in god the guy that raised jesus from the dead then we should understand that we can also access the same righteousness that abraham did what access do you understand that yes, sir. now but go up Sterling, go up to the verse number 23 now the words it was credited to him were written not for him alone come down steady let's go come down but also for us to whom god will credit righteousness can you see that god will credit what not because we are doing right oh he said he will credit or the back credit here can you see that to whom god will credit righteousness for us who believe in him who raised jesus our lord from the dead can you see that so our being may not be right we may not be doing right things but he's saying that there is a way to assess righteousness by placing our faith in the god that raised jesus from the dead just like abraham received righteousness by having faith in him we can also receive the same righteousness by having faith in the same god can you see that so when we have righteousness automatically our sorry when we put our faith in him the God that raised Jesus from the dead, then automatically our being becomes becomes right. Because in order to be righteous, your being needs to be heard right. And then you should continue to do right. I hope you are getting me. So when we put our faith in the Lord Jesus, our being becomes what? Right. Are we there? Come down to the verse number 25 and let's go. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. We will come to justification later. I hope somebody is with, is, is with me. Yes, sir. So he's saying that when we put our faith in him, when we believe him, our being automatically becomes right. And then from then, we continue to do good works. Is somebody understanding me? So that is conferred righteousness. He's saying that somebody was righteous. The man Jesus was righteous. Now, when we put our faith in him, we became righteous as a result of putting our faith in him hallelujah oh come on i said hallelujah now so how are we made righteous do you all realize that when i started this i said that everybody in the human race we are conceived in sin right so long as you are a descendant of adam you are conceived in sin is it true now so i we ask the question if <clears throat> okay let's let's see romans 5 12 romans 5 12 what's the bible say romans 5 12 look at this therefore just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin and in this way death came to all men because all sinned okay we will continue we will continue that scripture look at this he said that because of one man's sin which is adam uncle adam death entered the human race everybody is sin, sinful because one man sinned are you understanding me so andy andy became a sinner even before he had the opportunity to commit the first sin on earth is it true uh-huh now so now it tends to reason paul is saying that 
ye wo me kura me wiase da na ye me shema me yim na no me yebone ni me yedimoye ni dia not by doing anything obi na ye bone me na be fra me dia then it means that obi so bet me a papa ma papa na be de abeframe is it true it it's it's it, it, it's as simple as that i didn't have to commit anything to become sinful that means i can also i don't also have to do any right to become righteous follow this argument does it make sense tipu la nya boni bia ne ma me wo no to ha e se o di boni ni yesu bo be ko hell without doing anything she is sinful then without also doing anything i can also be righteous the same process that made me sinful at bed can be reversed so that at bed i'm not sinful i'm righteous now do you understand that yeah. so that is how the death and the resurrection of christ makes us righteous because we didn't be, we didn't commit any sin to be called sinful we don't also have to do any right to be called what do you understand that hello the same principle applies so let's go romans the same chapter 5 the verse number 17 go to the verse 17 for if by the trespass of the one man let's read together one two three go for if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man how much more will those who receive god's abundant provision of grace and of the gifts of righteousness reign in life through the one man jesus christ can you see that so he said that through the one man adam death reigned through this life so maybe before mr rubin was born he was sinful now he said how much more will we also not also receive life and righteousness look at this god's abundant provision and grace and, and of the gift of righteousness so the next thing we talk about the fact that the righteousness is a gift or see just like adam gave us the gift of sin jesus is also giving us the gift of what can you see that yes, so you see when we say something is a gift you understand what the gift is no matter how foolish a boy is can you see that those days you go to the park and want to go and play football but one selecting or the ball can you see that he's a foolish boy but because he has the gift it is ikitano so you see when you receive a gift it doesn't matter your ability or you know i hope you are getting me it's a gift it is what the boy that inherited the property of uh, no let me not go there but somebody can inherit something it's a gift yeah and he he doesn't have to deserve it until the friend day that's why we call it what a gift but what you say you don't have to deserve it so righteousness like you are saying just like we didn't really deserve for adam's sin to come to us jesus is saying that we don't we, we don't deserve the righteousness but he's also giving it to us as what a gift can you see that hello so you see Mr. Rubin can simply decide to put his faith in the Lord Jesus. And when you put your faith in the Lord Jesus and believe that he died and resurrected, 
then we assess this gift of righteousness are you understanding me so we don't have to try to do anything we become righteous by nature we receive the nature of christ which is righteousness and we can we we, we know that when we die we can go to heaven you see it's as simple as that you can try on earth to do all the right things but you can't have access to heaven god is saying that the only access is righteousness by me so you see this is also a crucial statement i should have told you that righteousness first of all is measured in the eyes of god i wrote it boldly it is measured what in the eyes in the eyes of god so you see global can do a lot of good things this guy is a good guy he's doing right things he's not doing bad things but i'll tell you righteousness is only measured in the eyes of god nobody else can look at you and and confer righteousness and say, and say that oh yeah so righteousness is in the eye so somebody can be many global bit me or any pain in a bit man can say global is more righteous than i but you know the only person who determines what is righteous is what is god now do you understand so i'm saying that righteousness is always in the eyes of god in genesis the bible said that when adam sinned look at this the bible said that he went for thick leaves you remember and he covered his nakedness do you remember hello uh-huh. but look at this when god approached adam i would say adam ran adam ran and, and hid himself why because he thought he was naked so look at this before god came he thought he had covered himself with fig, fig leaves and was comfortable in a garden immediately god came around he realized he was naked can you see that so it means that it is only measured in the eyes of god we can say all we want we can do all we want people can look at us jesus told the pharisees he said that you guys you are just here and you are misbehaving he understands the way he treats righteousness i hope you are getting where i'm coming from so it is always measured in the eyes of god into your no no say say never it's as simple as you better go for it because you can kill yourself and still not be righteous see that is where some people get it wrong so they will look at senna you say ah but senna cry charlie i'm a better boy than him god is saying that he he simply is not interested in your in your being better the seed is already corrupted the tree is corrupted no fruit that comes out of that tree is acceptable he's saying that i want to start something new no matter what comes out of it that is what i want now are you understanding me shout i hear you so we but we we of ourselves cannot bear any good fruit we can't no matter how hard we try so global global can be a saved man and have one or two issues in his life there is another guy ocean abraba from head to toe you can't point to anything you think the boy is doing wrong jesus said i'm not interested what you are doing is false fire the fruit that is there it is attractive but it is poisoned i cannot have it around me you need to take the righteousness that i will confer on you are you understanding me shout i hear you now on the mount of transfiguration look at this the bible said that when jesus took his disciples now let's go let's go into the way let's can we go into the way hallelujah oh are some people around today yes sir we have five minutes to fix this let's let's do this before i come i, I come to i come to that end I, I i want to explain something small because people especially uh, those that don't believe in jesus and 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 some other cults in the christian sect 
they don't understand these things like jehovah witness and all those so i want to clear something up they will ask you if you are saying these things now look at this he's saying that look at this follow this adam sinned and so all became sinful right now so jesus has died then automatically all should become righteous anna because when adam sinned everybody whether you like it or not you became sinful now that you said jesus has died then the whole process need to be hot reversed and nobody need to do anything you know i'm teaching these are things that they, they ask especially those who are not in line with that theology do you agree with what i'm trying to say what is the person make an answer who say yes christ adam here born in here so be an obi here born in here the other yes who are opposite need take effect and the owner of the house was so here righteous because jesus has come to reverse the process now but this is the mystery now look at this the way somebody becomes sinful after the course of adam is by being given birth to and i'm so show my name we can't call you a sinner but the moment you are conceived and you are giving birth to, and you enter this world you become hot sinful okay so it is through the medium of birth that we inherit the sin of adam do you agree uh-huh. now so if we are also going to inherit the gift of righteousness from jesus it should also be through a medium of birth and that is the born again experience can you see that so when i'm born again then i can go and inherit the new gift that jesus has given me just like when my mother gave birth to me in the physical i inherited adam's sin i have to be also born another time to inherit jesus's righteousness i don't know whether you get where i'm coming from that is the reason why christ's death doesn't automatically affect all of us adam's own came on me through birth jesus's christ's righteousness is also coming upon me through another birth that is what we call the born again experience can you see that okay so we clear that portion now jesus said in bible said in mark chapter 9 on the mount of transfiguration the verse number two look at something i was explaining to you why your righteousness it, it doesn't matter no matter how hard you try it doesn't matter i want to explain to you the kind of righteousness that jesus expects of us it is not something that is available to us Uti, hello now after six days jesus took peter john and james with him and led them and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone there he was transfigured before them come down now look at it now his clothes became dazzling white look at this whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them <laughs> it's a mystery that means that jesus no white no yeah no color white in the do you agree that's what he's saying he's saying that no you know that we get white clothes through bleaches that kind of white nobody can bleach something to become that way do you get it so the color white that jesus had it was not a color available to men so in other words the righteousness that god seeks of us in order for us to assess heaven it is not possible to find it in this world so we can try to do righteousness by the worldly standards 
we are trying our best. It is white, it is good. But I'll say, that kind of white, no, no bleacher, so we can do good works, we can try, but they are all whites that are available in this world. But the kind that will take you there, it is the kind that is not available here. So what Jesus is doing to you through salvation, through faith, it is not anything, just think about it. Ask, ask any of the men of God. Ask Bishop, the other day was giving a testimony. You know, when he came to God and believed in him, he realized that there, were, th there are things that automatically he was enabled to overcome. And Bishop Mewa, when in the years by, you will try and try and try and you, you are not able to. Is it true? So you understand that you are introduced to a, something happens to your inner man. And that thing is not in it. Not, nothing in this world can transform away. Like me. Nothing in this life can transform me the way my access to God has transformed me. Can you see that? So we are trying. But God is saying that he's not interested in that one. Because the white is not in this world. So he was transfigured and his clothes was white. He said dazzling white. Whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. So you can pour all the parazone on Jesus' clothes. It can never become as white as it became. Why? Because this kind of white is not in the natural. Can you see that? This kind of white is not available to mere men. I'm not preaching to somebody. Shout, I hear you. May the Lord grant us grace to assess his righteousness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My time is up. I wanted to add something, but my time is up. God, really next week, we are going to look at the Kingsman Redeemer. The kinsman redeemers law. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's also very crucial. The kinsman redeemers law. Why we really needed we really needed him to do what he did. Amen and amen. Is somebody blessed by the word? Yes, so, you know, these ones are, are doctrinal. When we go out there or when we stand, we understand why we believe the things we believe. Hallelujah. We understand why, for instance, I know I'm going to heaven. Even though... I, 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 I am not like this my brother but I'm going to heaven I have received the kind of righteousness that that brother doesn't have and because of that that brother can't assess heaven can you see that shout I hear you is somebody blessed by the word yes sir so we call it may, being made right through Christ so conferred righteousness we became righteous by having faith in him amen by putting our faith in the Lord Jesus and just like sin entered through the world, Romans 5, the verse number 12, just like sin entered through the world, through Adam, one man, by the action of one man, all of us become, became simple. By the action of one man, the man Jesus, all of us have become righteous. Hallelujah. So that is the mystery of righteousness. God will next week, we look at the king's man, redeemer's law. Hallelujah. Why Jesus had to become man come and save us that's what we call the king's man redeemers law amen if you are blessed by the word put your hands together for the lord jesus